0: What's up, you'll hear it. Hey, this is Bob DeBoo, the host of the Upright Citizens podcast. I've got a question for you. How would you like to get inside the mind of one of the most recorded musicians of all time? Well, here's your chance. The legendary bassist Ron Carter will join the Open Studio community on June 14th for an exclusive one-time-only live mentor session. You don't want to miss this. To learn the secrets to the maestro's iconic sound, gain insights to his unique musical mind in real time, Pick his brain on his illustrious career and get answers that'll propel your music to new heights. Join today and unlock your free 14-day trial at OpenStudioJazz.com. Then you'll be able to not only join the maestro in this exclusive conversation, but dig into his brilliant course, Blueprint for Jazz Bass, and so much more. So sign up now. Peace. Peter, if you're out there,
1: come home. I'm Adam Maness, and you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. A uh, little bit different today because Peter's been on the road for what feels like forever. If anybody sees him out there, uh, send us a line or just uh, capture him. He's probably running some European city somewhere on a morning run, or possibly playing the piano in a concert hall. Uh, just grab him. Uh, let us know where you are, and we can bring him back here to our uh, our Open Studio family. Um, and his family too. You know they probably want to see him. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to be doing some solo, a couple of solo episodes, which I always really like, and I always like to do them at the piano. Um, and today I want to talk about chromatic enclosures. something that we get asked about a lot, and so I figure I kind of break down the basics for you here today, at least as far as I know them. So c- chromatic enclosures really help us to get, uh, you know, I mean it's a it's a bebop sound for sure, but it's it's been then you know taken through all kinds. Uh, every iteration of jazz sense, and they 're really, really uh, a fun sound. I always think of these like when i when I have students who who this clicks for it becomes this light bulb moment, and all of a sudden they 're playing sounds more like jazz to me and 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 they get some stuff uh, locked in so what an enclosure is is you have a target note and you have different ways of approaching that uh, chromatically, so the most basic one. Is, is surrounding your target note from below uh, and above, or above and below. So if our target note is middle C, we can surround it with an enclosure uh, like B, D flat C, or D flat B, C, right? So this, this now uh, opens up some rhythmic possibilities to kind of get these little turns in our lines. So uh, instead of doing something like you know, that where our target note is C, we can surround it and delay that a little bit. Or if we start with a phrase, let's say a phrase is just a simple, you know, run up a a C minor 7 chord. um, That little delay, D flat, B to the C creates this little hiccup. Or let's say that we're doing the same phrase and, uh, or maybe we're doing... You know, we're ending on an A there, like you might in a 2-5. Something like that. Very, you know, basic, uh, basic kind of uh, run there. But we can delay that uh, with another kind of enclosure, one that comes up from a whole step down and then includes that half step. Right? And actually, it includes the, the B-flat above this A. I would consider that part of the enclosure because it's surrounding it. So you have a half step above your target and then a whole step, half step up to it. And you could do this from the reverse as well. Um, From a whole step above to the half step right above your target to then the the half step right below. Uh, All these things come in place. You have your basic half step and then you have your whole step approaches. And there's, there's even more. I mean, there's um, you can start from that, that half step below your target note. So in this case, our target note is G. And then go a whole step above it and then down. You know? All of these things come in really handy. So if you can kind of start practicing these on every single chromatic target note and have the different kinds that lay with your instrument and your fingers, your hand, Uh, you start to have a lot of possibilities as you're playing lines. And all of a sudden, scales uh, become more than scales, and arpeggios become more than arpeggios. So that instead of just... You start having... All these little these little starts and stops in your lines uh, and it and it gets this really cool you know rhythmically off-putting sound that's not so square you know uh, so it's really really worth uh, putting some time in on your chromatic enclosures uh, I'll have a link here Andrew put a link to our blog about chromatic enclosures so that they can see it for themselves. There's some written out examples and some things you can do. The way I like to practice these is is really kind of picking my target note as I'm going in an arpeggio or a scale. So if I'm doing like a, a C major, you know, I can choose different points in this to add in an enclosure and it changes the entire timing of the scale, whatever note I choose. You know, now I have some, some different movement in that scale. Or an arpeggio, you know. That kind of thing uh, makes for these really like sounds. Uh, so, yeah. hope this helps. Check out that blog post. Uh, leave us a rating and review. I'm putting that out on Peter's behalf, wherever he may be. Uh, if you see Peter, let us know. i uh, still looking for him. And uh, yeah, leave us a speak pipe We like those speak pipes You can go to youllhearit.com to leave us a message Either written or voice And uh, check out our blog as well And uh, yeah, you'll hear it